Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I am super honored you are here becoming the conscious mama you were born to be. Today, we have the second part of me and Kara's amazing conversation. I really hope you guys are enjoying these. Uh, so without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Absolutely. And I think, again, it comes to the societal programming, right? So we have our own personal programming and there's this like societal programming, um, which very much talks about, you know, um, intellect over intuition, you know, like do what's logical, do what's sensible. Don't follow this weird gut feeling you're having. What are you talking about? That's, that's ridiculous. That's intangible. It's not and scientifically think, proven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which has exactly. been the favorite one over the last few years. <laughs> oh, honestly, and it's... Um, and I just think, especially if, as females, you know, we have a very strong intuitive muscle that we can strengthen the more we use and tap into it. And it's a gift that we have as females and a lot of us are not tapping into it. And our body knows what it needs. Our body holds all of this wisdom and we are not going to be able to access it when we were like stuck in the monkey mind. We're just not going to access all of that wisdom of the body from up here in the in the busy overthinking overanalyzing mind so it's that real um perspective shift from i can't hard work my way into getting pregnant and in fact this hard work mentality is actually pushing my baby further away you know it's actually in my body that i need to be to get the answers and that's something that i um use as a really foundational practice with my clients is about actually dropping out of the head and into the body as a daily practice to connect with your intuition and to connect with those subtle sensations and symptoms that you feel in your body that actually all have a message for you you know Mm -hmm. rather than running to the medicine cabinet and taking some painkillers or pouring yourself a large glass of wine um, is actually sitting with that sensation or that symptom that you're feeling in your body and actually being with it and bringing some awareness to it and almost dialoguing with the energy of your body right and seeing what messages come through and like we talked about the intuition piece the more that you do this the more that the messages come through mm-hmm. you know um and I did this when I was sort of first looking at decisions around my you know trying to conceive my first child and um I got a very clear message which was wait and prepare so it was like yes maybe this is the right avenue but just wait and prepare your body in the meantime and it normally is just one word or a simple sentence but the more that you can tap into the just the safety and the calmness of your body the more you really do start receiving these um, intuitive hits 
and these messages from your body, which actually is what guides you into alignment towards your baby, more so than the hypervigilance and the doing, which is just burning you out. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, and I even think it's kind of twofold, right? So you receive this information, but you also are healing at the same time mm. because you are, you know, on the physical side, you are giving your endocrine system arrest, your adrenals arrest, mm-hmm. um, and that affects your whole, you know, endocrine system and your hormone health. Yeah. So it goes in alignment. It's not just this woo-woo energetic stuff. It's mm. the it's a literal physical science. Yeah. Right. And because there's there's an I feel like there's enough information about stress, and I just don't think you know, get a little bit conspiracy theory, the big people who want to control want you to know that because they want you to be stressed out, fearful, angry, overworked. You're easier Uh to manipulate that way, right? You're not listening to your intuition. You're not tapping into those things. Um, And then they can profit on you because you, and I even think the supplement company is part of it. It's not just big pharma. It's the billion dollar supplement industry um and all these exercise programs and all that they're all in on it they're making a ton of money on the Mm -hmm. fact that you just if you don't tap in and listen so it's really twofold it's so powerful and it's so easy and when you're sitting down and feeling your emotion instead of numbing it with tv social media alcohol food shopping sex prescriptions over the counter you numb yourself so your your feeling just gets stuck inside of you right which causes mm-hmm. disease so when you're sitting with your emotion this is a lot um, of what psych k is about um there's a really good book called letting go uh by hawkins and when that feeling comes up and you're allowed or you allow it to be present and move through it literally leaves your body the emotion mm-hmm. leaves your body. And I know that sounds fucking crazy and st- super simple, but that's exactly what it does. Yeah. Um, so slowing down, tapping into your intuition, those things have so many positive effects. Mm-hmm. And I know you're sitting here thinking that that's too easy, but in a type A brain, yes, it might take some training. Like when I first just started doing yoga, right? Like fucking hated it. Like it was so boring. Like I, I, my brain was going, like I didn't, and the movements were too slow. Like, no, this isn't doing anything for my body. I'm not sweating. I'm not pushing hard, you know, type of thing. Uh, mm. So it's going to take practice. But mm. the more you stay consistent and find your modality of being slow and tuning out, um, it gets easier and then you kind of crave it you're like oh my yeah. god like you go to a loud bar and you're like absolutely not this is not the place for me <laughs> yeah absolutely we change don't we once we sort of do this work but I agree you know and I talk a lot to my clients about this you know don't be fooled by the simplicity of this practice because a lot of work in the fertility space is actually simple it's not always easy because you've got to go through some of your own shit and bring that to the forefront and shine some light on that dark stuff but it is simple, you know, a lot of the things that I think you and I both, you know, work on with our clients, Monica, are simple practices, and it doesn't have to be this really frantic, busy, like, you know, stressful, 
running to a thousand different places at once you know it actually when you're working with someone like you or I it can actually be a completely different experience where you can actually get the joy back in your life and you can actually live the, your best life on this journey it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom you know there, there really is a better way yeah exactly um and I I truly believe that it it's not just about those two pink lines as well right mm -hmm. all this work that yeah. you're doing um you're not only becoming the conscious mama you were born to be, you're really reparenting yourself as well. And even if you do have a really good relationship, I had a discovery call and um, at first it was like a really hard case to like crack. I was like, what is going on here? And it came to light that even though she had a beautiful relationship with her parents, her dad is a functioning alcoholic. And I it was like, does your mom like know this? She's like, oh, yeah, this is what my grandma did and my mom did. And now I have. So her husband is a functioning alcoholic. And I was wow. like, all right. So even if you have this, you know, quote unquote, beautiful life, there's some subconscious patterning. And it was like, because I'm such a straight shooter when I do these discovery calls, I was like, are you scared that you're going to do the same thing to your daughter? She went, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's the fear. That's the yeah. subconscious belief that's keeping yeah. you stuck. And, you know, sometimes it's a little bit harder when you are dealing with another person because it was actually his fucking fault. His sperm was shitty. <laughs> um, but when you're in the journey, there's always stuff that you can be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I do think bec because she was following your intuition and not wanting to jump into um, treatment. And I was like, well, that's yourself protecting you because you don't actually want your children to live the life you did, even though it wasn't quote unquote horrible. Mm. So having like a really good sense of this awareness and shining these lights um, can be literally um, life changing for everyone who comes beyond you you know mm -hmm. they then you talk about it like breaking the um generational trauma cycle mm. yeah it's powerful stuff it's not you're not just healing it for yourself you're healing it for everyone else that is going to come through you know your children your grandchildren your great-grandchildren so that's what I think is so exciting about this work is like you're working through your own healing but you're actually doing it for all the generations that are going to follow which is you know it's pretty cool yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like that's the only way to get to a better world and what we all eventually want, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the world feels so uh, crazy at the moment is because for, you know, generations, they're just this hasn't been accessible, um, acceptable, right? No one's been able to talk out loud. And mm -hmm. I don't even, you know, I don't think in our our recorded human history this was ever allowed right maybe um, the egyptians yeah. knew like or the mayans maybe that i don't know but it's just crazy i personally feel that like our lineage um for the most part just didn't it just got so suppressed with this uh -huh. ancient wisdom um, yeah. And I still question, where did this ancient wisdom come from? But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's a topic for uh, the other podcast, <laughs> not this one. Yeah. yeah, I know. And it's I think that, you know, a lot of the stuff that is seen as, you know, woo woo and oh, that's just, you know, rubbish 
woo-woo nonsense that's not backed by science well you know I think now a lot more people are starting to see that a lot of these indigenous cultures a lot of these um you know cultures that have been around for thousands of years these were things that they were practicing for thousands of years around fertility and women's mm-hmm. health I mean I mean acupuncture is a great example because it actually does have the research to back this up I mean acupuncture it, itself is using energy in the body yeah you know it's using meridian points via accessing those via a needle and the rest of the way it's it's using your own energy in your body and I think that we're now starting to see that yes those ancient practices got sort of um almost got lost and got overridden by you know like again intellect and science and what makes you know what is um scientifically correct and I think a lot of these other practices are coming back in now and people are starting to see okay, actually there was something there, you know, that we can now bring into, back into our modern day health and well-being work and energy work. Yeah. And I think there's a, just a, like for me in my own journey, it was just pure desperation. I was willing to try a lot of these things and some of the modalities did absolutely did not work or would never work. What I say is a lot of the time we're dealing with Western problems that Eastern practices can't heal, right? Mm. Those Eastern practices were there as, um, Uh, alongside life not to heal the shit from life right (laughs) so um yeah I think that people are now like how do we have all this knowledge let's just pretend because I don't even believe this is true we have more knowledge than these ancient wisdom ancestors why are we more sick why are we more depressed why are we we so much more stressed out So I think they're starting to even question their own reality that Mm. what we're doing isn't working. And even if it's quote unquote working, right? Like maybe you get pregnant through IVF, maybe the medication takes away your symptoms. You still have this thing in the back of your head that is like, I'm not happy. This, this is not where I want to be. This is not what I expected it to be. This wasn't on the pamphlet. Mm -hmm. And just questioning your own reality and then yes these ancient practices you know had this wisdom and you're like okay well bring that back in and now trying to marry those together like have it because you know I do think some of the ancient practices we have just like taken and aren't using them in the way that they're were designed Mm -hmm. just like supplementation right people are like what supplement should I take like nope that's not your first step that's your last step you know and I think acupuncture and reflexology and even energy work and um all that kind of stuff is you know I heard one psychic um say if you don't take care of your gut health you're never going to advance to the levels where you can do because your gut health is completely linked to your brain health And so your penile, your pituitary, and your hypothalamus, if there's like a disconnect in your body, you're not going to be able to go to where you really want to go because you're so sick. Mm. I was like, absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely true. Yeah, and that's it. I think that we, sometimes we can see fertility as being in its own little box, you know, and we can see fertility as, you know, you often refer to it as, you know, your lady parts. And it's like, it's not just about your particular issue it's not just about for me the low air count and the shitty air quality apparently which being mm-hmm. able to conceive two children um it is such a bigger picture about our whole body 
and when I say whole body it's like you know mind body soul spirit energy it's it's everything it's mental and emotional so I think when women who are really stressed out and frantic about their diagnosis or their fertility challenges and they tend to just go for the physical you know for me I you know that's really 25% of the picture Mm -hmm. you know there's the mental emotional spiritual part that has such a big impact on our whole body um and our vital life force energy flowing through our body without any energetic blocks um and so there is just so much more potential when we're looking at healing fertility there is so much more potential than just looking at this little box of fertility exactly and I say even if you is it like because my journey was just physical like I have to admit yes I slowed down I did some mindset work I was doing yoga a little bit of meditation but um But what I say is that if you choose not to or don't think you need to move through those energetic blocks, your kids will tell you exactly what you need to do. And then it just becomes harder Mm -hmm. because you have children to deal with. Your life isn't your life anymore, right? It is not, um, it is marketed to us very different than true reality of motherhood is especially in this modern world and especially if you don't know your intuition and who you are and how you want to mother right Mm. and that looks very different for everyone Um, but I'll tell you with my 20 years of early education experience and my long ass way to become a mom it did not go down the way I thought it was going to go down right (laughs) and especially if you're not shining a light on those energetic blocks And like we talked about, it just gets passed down Mm -hmm. through the generations. And then you get to move through it together, right? And it's all, it's all healable, right? So I'm right now, you know, I've gone through my journey, still going through my journey, right? My mom has decided that she wants to do her own healing. And I can confidently tell you she's 65, I'm 42, that her own journey of her healing with her motherhood wombs and all that kind of stuff is having a positive impact on my life and on my children's life. So it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. If you're listening to this, you have secondary infertility, or I don't know if you're just listening to this and you just like us (laughs) and you want to decide to do this, it can be done at any time. Mm -hmm. But if I had a crystal ball and can do it again, I would have dealt with it before I had my kids yeah but maybe sometimes your kids are there to shine the light on the stuff that you don't know there I didn't know it was there yeah and I think our children are just exactly that they shine the light on things that still need to be healed I think we do some of our healing work we shed some of these layers like we talked about and you know yes we're all ready to become mothers and then our children you know we're still going to get triggered but that is our opportunity again to see the next layer that can be healed and to be you know looked at so um that's the gift right when we are triggered or when we you know um when our children trigger us in a certain way that's the gift is like okay cool there's another opportunity to look at that see where that's coming from and 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 process it yeah definitely Um, what were the like what's the top thing that you would suggest someone doing if they're like okay I've listened to this I connect with it but where do I even start um generally speaking generally speaking any kind of speaking <laughs> whatever yeah, comes mean, up well I mean I, well, I mean I've, I've got resources that I would recommend like if someone's like all oh, this kind of is like um piquing my interest I've got some free resources that I'll direct them to but I mean yeah generally speaking I 
I mean, one of the things I love to do is I I see fertility as our birthright, right? I mean, whether a female chooses to have a child or not, um, you know, it's our birthright. And so I see the energy of fertility is in all of us. Even if you're struggling to have a baby, the energy of fertility is already there. It's already within you. So I just like to work with women as a, you know, to give them a little tip to get going. Is like every time you come up against another supplement to take, another appointment to do, another book to read, more research, more, you know, Googling at 2am in the morning and going down the rabbit hole is actually, is this in alignment with my fertility? Because she's there, she's waiting for the right time, but she is there. And I just see her as an energy that we all have within us. And if we can actually connect to that energy and always refer back to that, like, is this in alignment with my fertility? And that's a really great place to start, to start also building your intuition as to what is and isn't in alignment with your fertility. And you'll very soon see going for that 10K run when you're exhausted after a full day of work, when you're actually knackered, it's not necessarily the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'll start to get these intuitive guidance from your own body when you really connect with that energy that's already within you of fertility. So that's that's a nice starting point, you know, because I do think if you can keep coming back to that one thing, you will really start to be guided in the right direction. Yeah, I definitely agree. Thank you so much for joining us today. Can you let our followers know where they can connect with you? Yes, thanks, Monica. My um, Instagram is beingfertile underscore with Cara. And my website is caralennon.com. Yay. And those will be all down in the show notes for easy access. Again, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom. I always love chatting with you. And until next time. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.